praise you and exalt you for this Lord's Day, for this day of worship, which we commemorate your birthday. And God, we thank you for sending Jesus. If it had not been for his birth, we could not have had a death. If we not had a death, we could not have had a resurrection. If we never had a resurrection, we'd be most miserable in hell this morning. But the Bible says you got up early on the third day with all power in your hands. Now glorify yourself, magnify yourself, help us to keep our emphasis on you. Thank you for the awesome ministry of music. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. Come on now. Bless his name. Praise the matchless name of Jesus. Praise God. We give honor to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The Christos, the Kyrios, the main <clears throat> character of all the Bible. He is the main attraction. Told the woman at the well, woman, if you knew who I was, he is the main attraction. Praise the name of Jesus, and we thank the Lord for him. This morning, we want to, in capsule form, celebrate, commemorate his birthday or his day of birth by turning to a portion of Scripture. I want you to turn to Philippians chapter 2 as we handle this most involved passage of scripture. Of course, Micah 5.2 said, amen, that uh, he was going forth of old. And then he used the word everlasting. We're going to bring all this together for you. In Philippians chapter 2, if you would look at the first three verses, Paul gives us an aptitude of thinking. If there be therefore, and I say aptitude because it's instructional, if there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, any fellowship of the Spirit, any bowels and mercy, fulfill ye my joy. Notice Paul, personal pronoun, Paul said, this is how I get joy, that ye be like-minded. Like-minded to who? To Jesus. Having the same love, being of one accord. Now, now notice the aptitude. It's, it's a learning process here. Let us all be like-minded, same love, one accord, no divisions, one mind. Let nothing be done through selfishness, self-centeredness, strife, or vainglory. But in lowliness of mind, Paul says, get low. When you get low, God takes you high. When you get high, God takes you low. Do I have a witness? Let each esteem another better than themselves. Now, here's where we start running the problems because being sinful human beings, the tendency is to push ourselves up. The tendency is for others to recognize how great we are. The tendency is to put the emphasis on ourselves. The tendency is to our great millennials out there is to pull out your phone and take a selfie. Praise the Lord. Let me see if I can take a selfie. Take a... That's, that's the great... Jesus said, throw away your phones. 
Jesus says, don't make yourself the emphasis. Make somebody else the emphasis. Uh, put somebody else higher than yourselves. That, that is the aptitude of the text. Then there is the attitude. Look not every man, verse 4, on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. And then he moves in verse 5 to the, what we call the kenosis passage. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. And he gives us an ongoing dialogue and process of how Jesus, who is the highest of highs, became the lowest of lows. What a text. This morning, I'm going to challenge your heart, the birth of our blessing. And the birth of Jesus Christ was not an accident, as it, uh, but rather... It was an arrangement that was prophesied for thousands of years. It was an appointment which was predetermined. It was an endornment which, amen, gave the promotion of praise. And this morning we celebrate his historical arrival, which was purposed by God. Christmas is much more than a commercialism of shopping and exchanging gifts, much more significant than trees, trappings, and turkeys, much more significant than the folklore of Santa Claus, sleighs, reindeer, toys. Christmas is the coming of our Christ, sent to save and to solidify our faith and freedom. And it is here that we'll see Jesus in 3D, um, his deity, his descent, and his deliverance. And as, and as Paul is, through the power of the Holy Spirit, as Paul is inspired by the Spirit, Paul begins to give us this process by which Jesus had to bring himself to in order to die in our place. First, I want you to notice Jesus as God, the Son. Let me, let me, I, I didn't say Son of God, I, God, the Son. That, that is, his deity was reflective of being God. God, the Son, God, the Son. The word deity is divine. He is divine. And, and, and there's a lot of speculation, a lot of uh, uh, people refuting that Jesus was God. Well, he is God. He always was. He's the wasness of was. Nicodemus said, uh, we know you come from God because no man can do these miracles except God be with him. Amen. He told Nicodemus, you must be born again. He is God. Amen. Well, how do you know that he's God, that he is all divinity, 100% God, and all humanity, 100% man, without any diminishing of his divinity. How did God merge these two natures into one person, God's man, and he became man's God, and not diminish his 
divinity. Well, there are three things I want to allude to this morning. First, his attributes. In, in, in his attributes, we know he's God because uh, Jesus is eternal. Uh, the, the word eternality means before time was. He's after the order in his priesthood of Melchizedek who had no beginning of days and no end. Do I have a witness? Didn't have a mother or a father. He, amen, that when you look at this matter of eternality, the difference between eternality, eternity, and preexistence is that preexistence could only refer to the birth. He was preexistent to the birth, but he was eternal as God. I'm, I'm, I'm all, uh, uh, pre, pre-existence has to do with time. E, e, eternality has got to do with eternity. He, he is both eternal, and, and, and we know that because in John uh, 17, 5, when he was praying to the Father in the Garden of Gethsemane, he said, now, Father, I have glorified thee on earth. I have done your will. Now give me back the glory. Give me, give me back the Shekinah I, I had with you before the beginning. Give it back to me. Let me, let me, let me shine in my uh, glory once again. Do I have a witness? Just, just, just hang on in there. Get back to see. Get back. Get back. Get back. Get back. Uh, he, he is the the eternality, the preexistence of God before the birth, and then John ten says he's equal with God. I and the Father are one. Do I have a witness? In Colossians 2, 9, he is the fullness of the Godhead in bodily form. That means he he is the representative of the Godhead. He has all the power and the prerogatives of the other two persons of the Godhead, the Holy Spirit and God the Father. Amen. And God the Father has decreed, you don't have to pray to me and pray to the Holy Spirit. All you got to do is pray in the name of Jesus Can I get a witness? He's the fullness. He's omnipresence. He's everywhere at the same time. He's omnipotent. He's got all power in his hand. He's omniscience. He knows everything before it happens. He's immutable. He's without change. His attributes tell you he's God. Do I have a witness? Uh, He came in John. Yeah. uh, and, and, And said to... Uh, uh, Zacchaeus who was under the uh, fig tree he said I saw you when did you see me oh I saw you before time was I saw you before you were born do I have a witness and not only his attributes but listen to this his appearances he's the angel of Yahweh in the Old Testament The angel of Yahweh is a self-manifestation of who Yahweh is, for he speaks as God. He identifies himself as God. He claims to exercise the prerogatives of God. So now you got to go back to the Old Testament. Everywhere that he appeared, pre-incarnate, Christ, as the angel of the Lord, as the angel of Yahweh. And we got a list in, in, in Genesis 16 after Sarah throughout Hagar and her son. Jesus shows up to Hagar in, he appears to Hagar in Genesis 16. And listen, listen to how he identifies himself. I'm the Lord who sees. 
I see everything. I don't miss a trick. I know everything. Can I get a witness? He, he, he appeared to Hagar. Then, Lord have mercy, he appeared to Abraham in Genesis 18 under the trees of Mamre. And they negotiated for souls in Sodom and Gomorrah. He appeared to Moses in that burning bush. The voice that came out of the bush was Jesus. He said, Moses, Moses, take off your shoes. The ground you're standing on is holy. Did he say that? And then, then he told Moses, I've come down. I've heard the cries of my people. I've seen their afflictions, and I've come down to deliver them. He appeared to Moses. He appeared to Gideon in Judges 6. Do I have a witness? Yeah, he appeared to Joshua in Joshua chapter 5 when Joshua, who was a warrior, was going off to fight at Jericho. Jesus identified himself as the captain of the host. And Joshua was a bad boy. Joshua wasn't no chunk. Joshua whooped out his sword on, on the white horse in front of him. And he said to Jesus, who are you? Are you for us or against us? Because if you're against us, I'm going to kill you. And the man on the white horse said, no, I'm the captain of the host of heaven. Do I have a witness? All angels report to me. The living creatures, they praise me. Can I get a, the elders worship me? Do I, I am the captain of the host. He appeared to the three Hebrew boys in a burning fiery furnace. You remember Nebuchadnezzar uh, in his math class, he said, did we not throw three in? But behold, I see a fourth one. And it looks like the son of God. Won't Jesus walk through some heat with you? Won't Jesus get in the fire with you? Won't Jesus snatch the heat out of the fire for you? He's worthy. He appeared to Daniel in the lion's den. They starved the lions and threw Daniel in there and said the lions are going to eat him up. But God gave the lions lockjaw. Can I get a witness? Amen. And, and, and child of God, his appearances prove that he's none other than God. But then his appointments, Hebrews 1-2 says, In these last days, God has spoken to us by his son, Hebrews 1-2, whom, whom, Jesus, he has appointed heir of all things. Through also he made the world's creator God, He's the brightness of his glory, the express image of his person, the image of the invisible God. All things were made by him and for him, and before him was not anything made that was made. He's deity. God the Son. There are other faiths, other religions that will recognize him as a son of God. No, he's the And when other faiths are talking to me, I just wait to say one thing. If Jesus is not God, you're going to hell. Can I get a witness? He's all God and he's all man. That's how you get rid of them quickly. Instead of sitting there for two hours going through green books and blue books and red books and 
a, a, amen go on a, a, amen instead of going 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 through some uh, uh, a, amen ancient writings just ask one question turning and say just one question is Jesus God and when they say no just tell them they going to hell that's all The life! Look what he says. Verse 6, Philippians 2. Who being in the form of God, Morphe, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Now, now stop. Verse 6 denotes that Jesus did not have to grasp being God because he is God. See, when you already have something, you don't have to reach for it. When you already own something, you don't need to prove you have it. I'm preaching up in this place this morning. Can I get a, can I get a witness? Yeah, if that was us, we'd say, well, let me prove that I'm, I'm who he is because I got this resume and I got this GPA. God said, no, no, I don't have to grasp nothing. I am who I am. Can I get a witness? I don't have to prove anything. Can I get a witness that child of God, child of God, child of God, child of God. Mm. But made, here it is, himself of no reputation. Yeah, this is not God the Son. This is the Son of God in his, not deity, but his descent. Are y'all with me? In order to come down to earth and be a man, in, in order to show up in a, in a, in a stable and, amen, be in Mary's womb. Can I get a witness? And burst into time. He, he had to do some descension. He had to descend. He had to divest. And, and, and this is called the kenosis. And this verb for kenosis in the Greek, 2-7, means to empty out his rights in order to suffer on the cross. I wonder how many rights do you empty out? to make sure somebody else feels secure. His eternal existence. Mm. By the way, here in verse 6, in the Greek, hyparchion is a present participle in Aris tense, meaning that he had a continuance of, of being always. Never cease being who he is. All God and all man. And then, and then Paul meticulously goes into the self-emptying, verse 7 and 8, but made himself no reputation, took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of man. And the word likeness simply means that uh, he's perfect man. He's not like us. We're sinful man. He had a perfect human nature. Sinless nature. He had a perfect uh, human nature. And, and, and it says, and being found in fashion as a man, he humbled, kenosis, he emptied out his rights and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Mm. Now, to become human meant that he was taking on limitations. That's right. God cannot get hungry because he is the bread of life. 
But Jesus got hungry. Can I get a witness? God cannot suffer because he's supreme. He did suffer. He got thirsty. Didn't he get thirsty? Didn't he cry? Uh, 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 all of the limitations of being human, Jesus took on and became obedient to death, even the death of the cross. And, and it's interesting that when you look at this makeup of this kenosis, the, the word appearance is not fashion or amen. The word appearance is schema, amen. The outward appearance, he had the outward appearance of man without ceasing being God on the inside. That, 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 that when you look at uh, uh, this, this, start putting this stuff together. See, in the Old Testament, man was made in the image of God, but in the New Testament, God was made in the image of man. Check it out. And we see this kenosis. We see this emptying out. Now, I, I've had to personally interrogate myself that if I had the power, the prerogatives, the presence, and I had the person to have all power in my hand, and people were spitting in my face and smacking me, would I? And the answer is no. Would, would I, amen, in my humble humanity, in my humiliation, take on limitations and allow severe suffering so that others can be helped? <sighs> if, you, if you miss that point, you've missed everything. See, on, 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 on Mount Transfiguration, when, 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 when Jesus took J Peter, James, and John, the inner circle, up to the mountain of Transfiguration, left the other nine down at the bottom, they started arguing and fussing, well, why is he taking them three just like us? He got up there, and Peter said, oh, it's good that we're here. And he saw Moses and Elijah in some kind of glory. Do I have a witness? And, and, and the Bible says that Moses and Elijah was talking to Jesus. Now, there's a lot of speculation of what they was talking about, but it, uh, 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 if you read the Bible, it's, it's, it's really elementary because Moses and Elijah both were backsliders. Amen. Moses and Elijah was probably saying to Jesus, all of Sheol is waiting on you to pull this off. All the redeemed that's in Abraham's bosom can't get out until you pull this off. Can I get a witness? Lord, be strengthened. Lord, you got to do it. Lord, come through because all of everybody who has, was ever saved is pleading that you pull this off. Do I have a witness? He's the God man and he's man's God. He's the He's God the Son when it comes to his deity and the Son of God in his descent. Lord, have mercy. But there's another thing about the Son of God. Not only his descent, listen to pastor, but his divestiture. Now some of y'all heard me preach this before. In 19, 
1974, I came to the military. In 1980, I was working in the government, working in government 17 years. And a decision, I worked in telecommunications. A decision was made by Judge Green and I believe 1983 that in a federal court that any company that had a monopoly had to break up the monopoly if they wanted to get into another industry. And I remember AT&T, this before your cell phones came out, AT&T had all the long lines, all those, all those poles you see out there belong to AT&T. You, you couldn't get a call through without them long lines. That's right. Do I have a witness? That's right. Every time you picked up that black phone at home that you, uh, you did that, you, you was on the long line. They, they had a monopoly on the long lines, and, and Ma Bell had a monopoly on the dial tone. Right. Are y'all getting this? And, and, and Judge Green said, no, no, no. If you want to get into the cell industry or the computer industry, because IBM had a corner on the computer industry. So Judge Green was talking to all the monopolies. If you want to expand your horizon, you got to deregulate. You got, you, got, you got to divest yourself. I do have a witness. And, 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 and what happened was uh, uh, AT&T said, okay, we'll divest ourselves from monopoly on the long lines. And my bell said, we'll share the dial tone. So then MCI, Sprint, and AT&T, and all of them get into the cell thing. And, and, and come on, now y'all see where I'm going with this. And, and amen. And, 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 and they had to deregulate. Yeah. They had to divest. That's why you got so many different cell carriers. Because if my Bell and AT&T didn't divest, you wouldn't have a cell phone. Do I have a witness? You would only have, amen, the long line call from your neighborhood phone booth. Where you would smell something when you made a call. Do I have a witness? Amen. But when they divested, MCI, AT&T, Sprint, and all the rest, Verizon, all of them jumped into the industry because somebody that held a monopoly was willing to divest. So when Jesus divested himself, he held the monopoly as being God in man. And he said, let me break down myself so that others can benefit. Let me die on the cross so others can go to heaven. Let me, let me, let me give my life so somebody else can be helped. Uh, do I have a witness? He divested himself of himself, for himself, by himself, with himself, so you and I could be saved. And if you really want to get heaven theologically, when they had him on the cross, when they nailed his hands and feet, when he was shedding blood, amen, and they were spitting on him and making fun of him, Jesus said, you know what? I got to divest myself again or I won't die because you can't kill God. So he said, Father, into thy hands, I commit my spirit. Father, hold my spirit for three days. Just hold it for three days and, and, then, and then give me back my spirit because I'm a bell's hell wide open. Uh, can I get a witness? And Father, in order for me to die, I got to divest myself of God 
God so that man can die. Ah. I know this is me this morning. I'm, I'm getting ready to get out your way. See, that's why when you study the word, the good shepherd, John 10, the great shepherd, Lord have mercy, Psalm 23, uh, Psalm 23 is the good shepherd, Psalm 24 is the great shepherd, 1 Peter 5 is the chief shepherd, and if you don't understand this about the shepherds, when you get to Psalm 24, ah, uh, it's a praise session, but it's surrounding death. Can I get a witness? So when Jesus died and went to the grave, he didn't just lay in the grave, he went down a shield. The Bible says he went to hell and he preached to the spirits that was there. And his sermon was, I told you so. Can I get a witness? Those spirits that kept not their first estate, Jesus started preaching to the demons in hell. And, and, and the psalmist in Psalm 24 gives you some insight that some angels shot out of heaven and shot down into hell and said, lift up your heads, all ye gates, and be lifted up to everlasting arms. Why? For the king shall come in. Some imp said, who is this king of glory? Abraham said, I'll tell you who he is. He's a city on a hill. Jeremiah said, he's a bomb in Gilead. Ezekiel said, he's a wheel in a wheel. Lift up your heads. O ye gates, and be lifted up to everlasting arms, for the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? He's the Lord. <laughs> he's high and he's righteous. He's mighty and he's a warrior. Lift up your heads, and the church today ought to be lifted up our heads. O ye gates, because the Lord Jesus Christ is the God of glory. Finally, God the Son uh, is deity. God, the Son of God, is, was involved in a descent and a divestiture. But God the Savior uh-huh. was involved in deliverance. Look at verse 9, wherefore. Uh-huh. Don't miss that wherefore. Because of his desire, because of his descent and divestiture, because of his deliverance of man, uh, be, uh, wherefore God have highly exalted him and given him a name, yeah, which is above every name and let me stop Paul's in part there's not a name you can come up with that God recognizes that hell recognizes that earth recognizes in Acts 19 the demons told the sons of Sceva Paul we know and Jesus we know but who are you there's only one name that heaven hell and earth recognizes and that's the name of Jesus there's only one name that can keep you from going to hell this morning 
There's only one name that can heal your sick body. There's only one name that can put you on the street called straight. There's only one name, can I get a witness, who can put food in your cupboard and clothes on your backs and money in your pocket. There's only one name, and that's the name of Jesus. Can I get a witness? And look what he says, his name is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. You bow now or you bow later. Part of you going to hell is that you won't bow. And you won't confess that Jesus is Lord. Satan is going to confess it. Can I get a witness? And every knee shall bow things in heaven, things in earth, things on earth. And every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God. He is Redeemer. That means he purchased your soul out of the hands of Satan. Do I have a witness? Jesus said, how much do you want for Raymond Gordon? And he gave him the price and Jesus paid it. That's why the songwriter said he paid it all. All to him I owe. Can I get a witness? He is my Redeemer. He bought my soul back. I was on my way to hell. Do I have a witness? It reminds me, and I got to share this and I'm going to get out your way. It reminds me when, yeah, I was about 19 years old overseas. Vietnam was hot. Uh, I, I think it was 1970. I, I was overseas at a top secret uh, restricted station. 125 men were up there. All of them had M16s and 45s. And, and, and we were on guard 24 hours a day because it was a radar site. In, 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 in one of the mountains in Italy looking at China and looking at Russia and we were just watching them day and night, day and night, day and night and I remember the commander, uh, uh, he was under certain, amen, uh, uh, stringent rules and he, he was in a bar and he was drunk and his men was drunk and I, I, I remember uh, these two cars pulled up about 12.30 at night at the gate and, 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 the, and the window rolled down and the, and, the, and, and, and the voice came out of the car and said, young man, open this gate. And the boy had an M16. He said, I'm sorry, sir. He saw all these stars on it. He said, I'm sorry, sir. You, you are not uh, eligible to enter. You cannot come in and you, can, and you must turn around. And if not, I am under orders to shoot. And the man in the car said, son, look up at that list. There was pictures on the wall. And the boy looked up, he said, now look in my face. And the boy looked in his face, he said, I am the regional commander general of Europe. I, I run all Europe. Open up this gate and do not call down into the station. And the young man got scared and he, he, he had attention and they opened up the gate and about four cars came in. And, and let me tell you what impressed me, I was a sergeant. Colonels were making coffee. It was all brass in there. And the man, when the man got in, he said, you're fired, you're fired, you're fired. They turned the whole place out. Can I get a witness? Child of God, what that reminds me of is that there's one day that Jesus is going to pull up. And he's going to say, pull the windows down. Can I get a witness? And when you recognize who he is, you got to open up the gates.
end. Uh, do I have a witness? Because he's king of kings and he's lord of lords and he's the potentate of paradise. He's our redemption, but he's our ransom. It was his blood that gives you a freedom to the tree of life. He came to reconcile us. He came to eliminate sin. He came to heal the brokenhearted. He came to give life and liberty. He came to glorify the Father. He came to save and forgive and restore. He came as our ransom. Can I get a witness? Who is Jesus Christ? I'm glad you asked. He's almighty God. He's our advocate. He's our amen. He's our author. He's our finisher. He's our bright and morning star. He's the head of the church. He's Jehovah. He's Lion, Lord, and Messiah. He's Savior. He's the good shepherd. He's the great shepherd. He's the chief shepherd. He's the son of Abraham. The son of David. But he's the son of God. And on this day, we say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Because he was born in Bethlehem of Ephrata. Can I get a witness? He is who he said he was. Say it. He's king of kings, lord of lords. Say it. He's worthy, worthy, worthy. He's worthy. God the Son is deity. The Son of God descended and divested. And the Son and God the Redeemer paid a ransom. You don't need to go to hell. He paid for your sins. If you go to hell, it's on you. And if you go to hell, you need to go to hell. Because uh, without him, you can do nothing. Can I get a witness? He died for the elect. He died, he died, he died, he died. That you might have a right to the tree of life. On this Christmas morning, I came under the same folklore. Santa Claus. Falsehood. He knows when you're sleeping. That sounds like Jesus. He knows when you're awake. That sounds like Jesus. He knows whether you've been bad or good. Sounds like Jesus. So be good, be good for goodness sake. Sounds like Jesus. Can I get a witness? Only Santa rides a reindeer. Jesus rides a cloud. Can I get a witness? Santa comes once a year. Jesus comes every day. Do I have a witness? Any worthy? Any worthy? Any worthy? To be praised. Let's stand on our feet. As every head is bowed, every eyes closed. If you're here this morning, you need to be saved. Jesus died for your sins, was burdened, rose again. Just be honest with God. You may not live out tonight. You must be born again. The good news is that Jesus came to take away your sins. Raise your hand if you want to give your life to Christ. Be honest. Just say, Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. On his birthday. What, what a time. Is there one? Is there one? Or perhaps you want to join a church in a Christian experience. Is there one? Is there one?
overflow. We got people in the gym. If you want to be saved, come around. Come on. Praise Jesus. Come on. <laughs>